0: So we talked about those things uh earlier how i said you know, a lot of people go to school but still end up uneducated but there are some people who ain't never stepped foot in the school but are highly educated because they know what it is what they want out of life and they know how to go out and get it mm-hmm. and they don't make excuses about it like that's a very educated person yeah and then like what are you educated in so we'll say and when we're education we automatically think of the word school but now we know those two things are not the same same but you do need to learn how to leverage school in order to become educated. Yeah. So like from a high school standpoint, they just go to school and like, I can't wait to get out. It was like, nah, you really should take advantage of that. Because one, you'll never be in an environment like that again. So college is cool, but then everybody all stressed out. It was like, what are we going to do next? And oh, financial aid office and what I'm a major in, I'm changing my major, don't know what, I'm here for five years instead of four? Oh man, I look like a failure. <laughs> but like high school, man, everybody there's four years. Yeah. Uh, everybody sees each other every day, eat lunch together. And it's like less stress ain't nobody paying bills <clears throat> y'all just trying to figure out life
1: welcome back to the dash podcast i'm your host trey gamage and our goal is to spread awareness and action around sel we do this through interviewing school and sel leaders reviewing articles and developing adult social emotional skills you can subscribe to our show and our other content on youtube at sel educators or you can find us at Apple Podcasts and Spotify by typing in my name, Trey Gamge and the Dash Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome back to the Dash Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Gammage, and I'm joined by a fellow Miami alum, Kenny Glenn. He's the author of Question Everything advice for students and graduates. He's also a speaker and an advocate for youth. I'm so excited to have Kenny on the podcast today. And before we get started, I'd like to take a moment to have you subscribe to our YouTube channel at SEO Educators. You can also visit our website, SEOeducators.com, to learn more information about supporting your adult social emotional learning needs. And with that being said, let's get into the episode with Mr. Kenny Glenn. How you doing, sir? Man, doing
0: fantastic. How you doing, Trey?
1: I'm living good. I'm living good. You know, it's always a pleasure to, to meet a Miami man. I've been going to interview a few cats, you know, over the years or so. Excited to have you on as well. What what made you choose Miami?
0: Um, <clears throat> what's crazy about that is I originally wanted to go to the Miami in Florida, hmm. and then me, and my mom went to an info session because uh, I wanted to be on the beach, uh, wanted the sun, and just wanted to get out of Ohio. I'm from Cincinnati, right. So with that, we go to the session. They say average ACT a thirty two. I had a twenty two. Mm-hmm. They said, it's private. So you do have to pay. And I was out of state. And me and my mom looked at each other. I was like, yeah, that's not the place for me. Mm-hmm. So then began to learn about Miami-Oxford. But what's crazy is I have been to Talawanda so many times, I can't mm-hmm. even count that high. Because I was an athlete, you know, at Mount Healthy and they in the same conference. So as learning about it. I was like, wow, this is a, you know, pretty cool. It's actually close. And then when I visited the campus, it was, it was beautiful. All the people were nice. And I was like, I think this is the place I want to be. But then me being from Cincinnati, you know, a lot of people go to UC and I had been to so many summer camps at UC, I had grown to dislike it because I've been there my whole life. It's like, I want to experience something new and I was kind of forced to go there during those summers where I wanted to play basketball instead. So with that, Miami just became kind of that perfect fit. And still I almost ended up at UC um, until I started doing track and talked to the track coaches and Miami wanted me the most. So with that and guaranteed me a spot. So I, like, hey, yeah, I think I'm gonna go to Miami. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how that came about. You made the right choice. Made- <laughs> Absolutely. Do, do
1: you ever question it? Do you ever? And, and for those that don't know, we're talking about the real Miami, uh, right? Miami, Ohio. You know, we were a school when Florida belonged to Spain, of course. Yep. that one. But um, do you ever question it? Do you ever wonder, like, man, you know, maybe I should have went to UC. You're like, nope,
0: Miami was, you know, one of the best things I could have done. Yeah, you no, know, I'm literally constantly questioning things especially when I self-reflect and self-reflecting on if I should have gone to UC or not I'm glad I didn't because of the many distractions and people I probably would have been bound to Mm. Um, just knowing myself back then so I graduated high school when I was 16 so um, when yeah. I get to Miami, I'm 17 my whole freshman year. So I still have braces, no facial hair. I'm <laughs> um, still kind of immature. Like, I can get the grades, I can do the athletics, but then like there was still immaturity parts so of yeah. me growing uh, as a man, especially in brain development. Um, so with that, you know, staying away from certain people and certain environments that I've been way too comfortable with in Cincinnati, uh, Miami like, kind of forced me to grow and I'll stay away from certain things um, and just like meet new people. Mm-hmm. I probably would have just stuck with a similar friend group if I would have went to UC. So no regrets at all going to Miami. I love it. I love it. I love it.
1: That sounds good, man. I um, You know, it was a special experience for me as well. I had a similar um experience. Just when I got to Miami, it felt like home, you know, and there wasn't really anywhere else mm-hmm. I wanted to see or, or needed to see, and I got so much out of Miami, I still feel like um that time was given back to me. Absolutely. So, in In your experience and your journey at Miami, you know, I, I see your um your work history after you graduated, you've been busy, you know, and indeed. But this is probably uh um, while you're at Miami as well. One of the, the best pieces of advice my father gave me was to build your resume until you're 30, you know. And so it looks Ooh. like you're, you're doing that. Whether you've heard that advice or not, I have not looks like it is that you're kind of really building a robust set of skills, a robust uh networking. Um, opportunities and and take off. What are you trying to accomplish here in your youth as you're building uh, your brand and and looking to support students?
0: Yeah, man, I have not heard that before. Like build your resume until you're 30. Um, So with me being 25, I still got five years to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's always weird thinking about because me five years ago could not have envisioned me today. It was like me at 30 like, man, I have a clue what it'll look like and what it'll sound like and what it'll be doing, Yeah, but not a, a super clear picture. I do know for sure. I cont- I might have another book, might not. But whether I do or don't, I'll still be talking about um, this one and then speaking across the country um, to young students on uh, about true education and leveraging their resources to be and get where they truly want to be or yeah. be doing. Um, especially outside of you know, sports or entertainment because mm-hmm. um, that's what we've been programmed to think and see as quote unquote success but success is something we need to define for ourselves Yeah. Um, so something now I have to define for myself like what does success look like for me at 30 mm-hmm. um, so that's yeah. something I'm still figuring out Yeah. but um, yeah along that journey I'll definitely be pouring into younger versions of me, uh, that's literally why I wrote the book so when I'm 30 I'm going to be pouring into everybody who's younger than 30 But Mm -hmm. um, we'll never um, stop pouring into those that middle school, high school, and then college um, age students because the brain doesn't develop fully until you're 25. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: then also, so with knowing that and students Mm -hmm. graduate 17, 18, 19. So that's eight to six years of so much brain development. Um, Whether you go to college or not, you need to be challenging yourself somehow, mentally, physically, all of the above. Know, expanding your network and not just you know kind of settling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta force yourself to grow, and that's where education comes in, because it has to be you no know, self-education above all. You know, there's a lot of people who go to school and uh, know pass all their classes, even go up to you no know, PhD level, but still are uneducated because they haven't truly um, found what it is that inspires them, mm-hmm. or like gone out to do what's truly inside of them, but also just figure out the things that they need to figure out yeah
1: yeah that's good Kenny I'm I'm excited because I remember uh being in the same position man just young <laughs> and I'm still young too I, I haven't hit 30 yet myself yeah. so grinding but you know I think it's real cool because you mentioned in like the keys the highlights you're you're doing the work you're you're, mm-hmm. you're working with the companies you're writing the book you're taking the actions that make you become the person and that's where where folks get stuck you know too many times right. I, I know a guy who shall shall remain nameless but i'm gonna call him out because he wanted to be a speaker as well Mm -hmm. but he wasn't doing the work kenny um and he still ain't doing the work it's uh it's it's just been a a negative spiral um and 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 he talked a good game he looked a good part he Mm nice, you know he he could go in front of people and and say the right things yeah ask for any level of depth there was none there, you know, Dang. there's no depth there. So yeah. I can already hear and see from you that you are doing the work. Um, and that's the For most sure. important part. Uh, speaking of your work, you have a book called Question Everything, inviting students and graduates. Can you talk to me about that book and, and what brought it about?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the book was a nine-month process, you No, know, as I got serious about writing it. It uh, was crazy I never thought I would write a book. So I have mentors, Dr. J.C. Baker. He wrote <clears> six books. <throat> ben Phillips, another Miami alum. He wrote a book while he was at Miami when he was 19. And I was like, man, i all some pretty dope guys. My two closest associates um, was like, yeah, I don't see myself writing one. But then it's crazy. I was speaking in high school since 2016, like giving advice to younger me on things that I did, things that I would do differently. But the things that I did, um, some of it was not told to me, something that I just figured out. Mm-hmm. And I knew students weren't doing that themselves because when they use their phones, they're using it for goofy stuff. I was going to scroll on social media all day or see the latest gossip. It's like, no, you need to be using that tool to truly figure out what it is that you want to do. But if you have a problem or do not know the answer to something, look it up. We have Google and YouTube University. So I went to a, a class of student athletes and uh, gave them that type of advice. Because they're looking, everybody's looking to get recruited and crossing their fingers for you know, John Calipari or Nick Saban to come sit on their couch. And it's like the reality is that happens to 0.01% of athletes on the high school level. So for us other 99%ers, we got to go out and get it. But nobody told us that. We were just told to sit back and wait and keep playing good and somebody will find you. Mm-hmm. Or just put yourself out there. When I say put yourself out there, like be direct with it. So they're thinking, you no, know, just make a social media post and tag with people. Like, no, I need you to find that coach's phone number. Call him if he doesn't answer, him or her. Call them if they don't answer. You know, leave a voicemail and be serious about it. And also find their email. Mm-hmm. Send a professional email, let them know who you are. And you know, they they're serious and you know, interested, they'll get back to you. If not, go on to the next one. Like, what's stopping a high school student from doing that? every day of their high school career. And somebody's gonna get back to you. And if not, that's a sign that you're just not good enough. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: somebody will get back to you and say, hey, get better here. Or this may not be the place for you, but I do have a a cousin or a friend at this university or at this division. Like, or they might really like you and say, hey, come on and visit. Mm -hmm. So um, that's actually what happened to me. And that's the the crux of the book, like figuring out um, the solution to your problems, but in a way that you you do it, like not, um, finding scapegoats, but being a part of your own rescue. Mm. So that was chapter six called alone. Um, and there's 15 chapters, um, but the crux of the book is me giving advice to younger me. So, yeah. like, literally, throughout the book, 49 passages titled Dear Kenny. So, mm. like, some of them are, you know, Dear Kenny, stay out of the social media matrix, as in like not caring too much about the opinions of others, right? Uh, which is another part of it, even before social media became. Um, because we still naturally care about what other people are thinking, mm-hmm. which is good and bad. The bad part is when we care too much about those people who necessarily don't matter to our life, our dreams, or our goals. Mm. Um, but then also, like, just remember to love yourself. Uh, or if you love to do something, do it. Uh, I mean, there's just so much game in that. But then also, like, when you fail, it's a lesson. And I know we all hate rejection. But it's kind of necessary because it teaches you what not to do the next time to lessen your chance of getting rejected. Right. And that's whether you're seeking a partner, seeking a job, um, seeking a spot on the athletic team, you know kind of anything in like a house loan, like literally all those types of things. That's like, all right, how do mm-hmm. I get better at this? Mm-hmm. So um, but then I also noticed when I'm speaking in these schools how they weren't truly. And I also sat on a school board, so with that. And it's that like, we have all these people working in, within a district, but we kind of still failing. And it's like, are we truly educating our students or are we just giving them a, a standard curriculum but yeah. not truly preparing them for life after high school? So I'll talk to, you know, juniors and seniors in high school, as well as juniors and seniors in college, and they still have no idea what they're going to do in the life after. don't really have a plan. And it's like, hey, I need you to have a plan um, kind of immediately as soon as you get there. Yes, that plan may change. Uh, you yeah. may n- meet new people and try new experiences, but you have to have some type of plan, but then also put yourself out there and be courageous. A lot of people say, don't be afraid to fail. Like, you know, we're all generally afraid. like It's a natural human thing. Mm-hmm. But courage is when you're able to fight through that fear. Um, and in doing so, you just have to be confident. But confident in what? Confident in yourself. And that comes from like first loving yourself and also like just working on the craft. Mm-hmm. So like you and I are speakers, like but we have to we had to get some reps in. There's no way you just wake up one day and say, "Yeah, I'm gonna just speak." it's Like, no, and get paid for it. Like, step out first, yeah, yeah. Got to get the reps in. I like, I'm just wake up and go to the NBA. Like, no, like first high school basketball and then college basketball and then scouts and then tryouts and a whole bunch of workouts. I was like, got to go through the process, and that's with anything in life. Mm-hmm. You know, so we talk about social media. and We live in this microwaveable era. I was like. Not, or Amazon Prime era, so like order something, it's here in two days. But me and you remember a time when you order something, you got to wait seven to 10 days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But now if, something, if we order something and it took seven to 10 days, we are panicking, mm. it's like what is going on? So there's that instant gratification, but we got to yeah. remember like the things that are truly worth it you know, it's yeah. worthwhile, it's going to take time. I'm just like uh, we just had Thanksgiving, so home cooked meals or like, you got to actually prepare yourself and put it in the oven and wait some time. Mm-hmm. I just ordered a microwave. Mhm. So, you do um, the real stuff. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com/podcasts and we'll see you at the next episode.
1: And, and, you know, I think the um, question everything, that's a great statement. I, I heard someone yeah. say, for the quality of your questions is determined by the quality of the, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your questions. So mm-hmm. being able to ask good questions, being able to ask the right questions is uh, paramount to your success. You know, and when you say question everything, how does that uh, sit with you? Why has that become a motto for you?
0: Yeah, um, it has so many untimes. <laughs> so I love hip hop. Um, specifically Jay-Z, and when he raps, like, he's a lyricist. Um, so is Rakim, Nas, but when they rap, like what they're saying has so many uh, underlying meanings to it. So the first part of Question Everything is if I had two words of advice to give the younger me, so I was literally talking to 16-year-old Kenny, it would be to question everything, mm-hmm. no matter who or where it comes from, because you have to figure out how it applies to you, and if it's actually true. And even if it's true, like like does it? what does that mean to me in my life? Um, then hmm. also questioning anyone. So with that, it's like we have been programmed not to ask questions from those who are in an authoritative position. And we get that from childhood because when we ask our parents, like, why are you back talking? Or because I said so. Or respect your elders. But like, I'm genuinely curious and seeking to figure it out. Yeah. And also, no one ever taught us how to ask questions. So, yes, you it's smart to ask questions and know what questions to ask. But then how do you ask it? Because we're stuck on the word why. But then it's going back to childhood in our subconscious. When anyone hears the word why, they get defensive because um like say you're a toddler and spill some milk. Mom said, why would you do that? So now when you hear the word why, you get defensive, like, are oh, they trying to attack me? Yeah. But you change that why to a what? It's like I said, why would you do that? man? what is the reason this happened? Like one, it makes you change your tone, but then also it forces the other person to think, what is the reason I did that? Mm. Whoa! and now their guard is down and then you can see you're genuinely seeking curiosity but then let's go back to the quote that everybody knows "No, curiosity killed the cat so that's saying don't be curious it's like no you actually should be very curious and try to figure out what's going on around you Yeah, but you're still trying to figure out you let alone the things going on around you and where you want to end up in this world so that's why you have to constantly be asking questions especially if you know you have a goal or trying to get somewhere like let's say I want to be a chef like, all right, what is the what is the process to become a chef, and who should I talk to about mm-hmm. becoming a chef, and should I talk to current chefs and ask them questions about their journey? Like, yes, you should. What questions should you ask? I don't know. But a great, a lot of times, um, so like, there's so many meanings to the to the question, everything. But then we talked about college and how I ended up in Miami. So I went on multiple college visits, and my parents would always say, "Well, make sure you ask questions." I'm like, "What questions should I ask?" And they said, "We don't know." I was like, mm-hmm. all right. So then I would go on the visit, can't think of anything. Get back home, got a million questions in my head. And it's like, man, I knew I should have asked these. Um, Then sometimes like just being afraid to ask the question. So that's why you got to be courageous and go ahead and ask yeah. it anyway. Yeah. And not just focus on you know the good stuff because when we talk about college, you know, like, what are the parties like, and are you on a full <laughs> ride, and what's the and what's the dorms and um the food like, which is cool. Then like, you need to ask the hard stuff too, like. All right, if you're not on the full ride, like where is this money coming from? And what are you choosing to major in? And or well, how is it when you go to class? No one is a PWI and like everyone when you go to class ain't gonna look like you. Like, how does that feel? Mm. Or like if you're far away from home, like how do you get home? How often do you go home? It's like, ain't nobody thinking more like how yeah. much was books? And like, what are some tips of the of the trade that you can tell me now so I don't go through those same pitfalls? Yeah. And like, nobody's thinking about that part. Yeah. that's good
1: that's good kenny my i'm one of my little brothers he's a freshman at iu now and um i'm starting to recognize i've got four brothers and a a sister and i started Mm -hmm. to recognize like one of my brothers i think we um when we talked about this like i think we tried to give him too many answers instead of of encouraging him to question everything Mm -hmm. when those questions came up we just gave him the answer or we gave him the perspective Mm and uh, now it's like oh you know what you actually need this. This is a skill to be able to question everything, yeah. think critically, and go in deeper. So my, I have a, another little brother who's a freshman now at IU, mm. and um, he he had some some. He's playing sports as well and had a um, an injury. And I I was asking him like, hey, should you play? Should you not? What are the pros and cons? And like, mm-hmm. let's think about this though. Like, we're talking about this one game, but let's think about long term. Like, don't you want to go pro? Should should you risk damaging your knee further? Um, But getting him to question and start to think critically about his decisions and his Mm -hmm. process, I think that's, you know, what you get of a lot too in college specifically, um, but oftentimes it's forgotten, you know, when you're in those high school ages. Become your best self with bestself.co. They have 90-day journals, six-month action plans, daily journals, gratitude cards, relationship cards, all kinds of things to help you become a better version of yourself. Visit bestself.co and use the code GAMMAGE for 15% off your next order. Do you have a favorite quote or excerpt or passage from
0: your book that you want to share? Man. I'll put so much game in here. Um, Yeah, it's kind of crazy how much I laced it. Um, Without me taking up too much time, I'll say the first sentence that's on the back of the book, which is school and education are not the same thing. Mm. So we talked about those things uh, earlier. How I said a lot of people go to school but still end up uneducated. But there are some people who ain't never stepped foot in the school but are highly educated because they know what it is what they want out of life they know how to go out and get it mm-hmm. and they don't make excuses about it like that's a very educated person yeah and then like what are you educated in so we'll say and when we're education we automatically think of the word school but now we know those two things are not the same not the same but you do need to learn how to leverage school in order to become educated yeah so like from a high school standpoint they just go to school and like i can't wait to get out it was like, nah, you really should take advantage of that. Because one, you'll never be in an environment like that again. So college is cool, but then everybody y'all stressed out. It was like, what are we going to do next? And oh, financial aid office. And what I'm a major in. I'm changing my major. Don't know what. I'm here for five years instead of four. Oh, man, I look like a failure. But like high school, man, everybody there's four years. Yeah. Uh, everybody sees each other every day, eat lunch together. And it's like less stress. Ain't nobody paying bills. <clears throat> y'all just trying to figure out life. Um, But then also... Students mm-hmm. will say they want to go to college or just, like, do something after high school, obviously. Yeah, so high school students are surrounded by their teachers who obviously went to college. So, that like when we talk about asking questions, like, well, shouldn't you be asking your teachers, like, what their journey was about? Mm-hmm. But then also realizing the importance of building those relationships. Like, eventually, you know, they may have a job opportunity for you or know somebody who does, yeah, yeah, or knows, yeah, where the scholarships yeah. are, or be able to write a, write a letter of recommendation for you. Or, or maybe you come back to speak um, to their class. You no, know, Now you're talking to younger you. And that's something you might enjoy doing, you know, as a mm. volunteer standpoint. Mm. Uh, or, you know, something you could eventually get paid for. And which is crazy, that was actually my journey. So mm. one of my former teachers, you know, my accounting teacher at that, so I I actually ended up majoring in accounting at Miami because of her class. Um, but then she became an athletic director. So with that, she would... When I graduated from Mount Healthy, she would let me come back and use the facilities. But then also, you know, when I chose to join certain organizations, she also wrote letters of recommendations for me. And then she was the exact same teacher. Who in 2016, I spoke to that class, which is what Chapter 6 is about. And uh, those students have gone on to you know, graduate college multiple times. One of them NFL, Brian Cook, uh, plays for the Chiefs. Uh, Trayvon Wilburn played for Ohio State. My sister graduated from Ohio State twice. Um, Mm -hmm. CJ, professional basketball player. I was able to pour into those students and give them things that I did not have. And with that, and also the things that I even noticed. So, like, they asked, students will ask me questions, all since title, book, question, everything. And I tell them the importance of asking questions. And uh, we talk about how school and education are not the same thing. So, like, educated persons are able to figure out what's going on around them. A school person just does what they're told and it's like nah. i think i'm gonna ask these questions and if it does not fit into my life or i have doubts about it i'm gonna say something and not just follow along like a, a blind sheep you know cannot live life like that yeah man <clears throat> you got me taking notes now, taking notes <laughs> yes.
1: now. i don't think we got some some episode titles here that are that are brewing as well this is good this is good and i i, I agree with you i think there's so many lessons that we learn from life that we should be learning in school. And so we need folks like yourself or like myself mm-hmm. that will be able to pour into the kids from that youth vision, from the youthful lens so that we're, we're still Young enough, I might be creeping up out of the stage, but still young enough to where the kids can see you and know like, hey, this dude, he ain't an old man. You know what I'm saying? He's right. right here. I think 28, 29, that might be older some middle and high schoolers. Um, I'm 29. Man. So I'm I'm getting up there in their eyes. But Kenny, where, where can we find this book? How can we support you?
0: How can we find you in the book? Yeah, so the book is on Amazon. So the title, Question Everything, Advice for Students and Graduates. And then if you want a signed copy, it's on my website. So www.kgmaximo.com. So Maximo is M-A-X-I-M-O. Uh, it's my mother's maiden last name. Uh, it's also my second last name since so I'm half Honduran. But it translates from Spanish to English as the greatest. Mm. And, and For me, that's important. Muhammad Ali, one of my idols, and with that, when we talked about I am the greatest. And that's the mindset and confidence that everybody should have because you always should be striving to be the greatest version of yourself But then the greatest impact you can have on somebody is to inspire them. And that's what I aim to do.
1: Well said. Well said. And and is there anywhere else that you want us to follow you on social media? We got your website. We got the book on Amazon. Where can we find you on social media?
0: Yeah. So my Instagram is KG the Speaker. So KG and then the speaker. There we go.
1: You've got it. Thank you for this episode, Kenny. You've got some some wonderful words of wisdom, and, and hopefully this is an episode that any teachers or administrators are listening can share with their educators, but also with your kids, you know, to, to hear some young mm-hmm. Black voices talking about what we can do. And go ahead and get that question, everything, as well. Uh, we certainly appreciate your time, Kenny, and I thank you all for listening. Visit us at seoeducators.com, subscribe to our channel on YouTube, and we'll see you next time. This is The Dash. Thanks for listening to us on The Dash Podcast. I definitely hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you liked it, share it with a friend, share it with an educator, share it with someone who needs to hear the message from this episode. You can visit our website, SELeducators.com, to learn more about our online courses and professional development training for schools and districts. We'll see you next time. This is The Dash.